What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Sportress Spencer here, and today, shit went down today. The Lakers traded for Anthony Davis. I'm not even going to fiddle around with the intro. I'm just going to tell you how this podcast is going to be structured, and then I'm going to get right into it. Okay, so how this is going to be structured is I'm going to talk about the trade first, tell you what happened. Talk about it from the Pelicans' point of view, then the Lakers' point of view. Give my final thoughts on it. Then I'm going to tell you who won the trade and trade grades. All right. That's how this podcast is going to work. Now let's just get, get right into it. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about it. So the, the long-awaited move of Anthony Davis being traded was to the Lakers, who were the favorites to get him. And the, it was a big deal. Okay. So 28 minutes ago... <laughs> The Pelicans traded Anthony Davis to the Lakers for Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and three first-round picks, including the fourth overall pick. Wow, that's a lot of that's a lot of talent. That that's a lot of talent in one trade. Now let's now let's look at it from the Pelicans' point of view. Okay. So Anthony Davis, you had to trade him before draft night, no matter what. You needed to get picks. There's no question of uh, there's no question about it. You had to get rid of him before June 20th or on that night. And because they want as much young talent as they can possibly get and with this trade they're getting just exactly that. Now their roster is looking like Lonzo Ball, Drew Holiday, Brandon Ingram, I assume Zion Williamson and Julius Randle. If that's not one of the best young cores this league has to offer, then I don't know. Then, then what is? Then what? <laughs> because that shit is incredible. And they also have the fourth pick. Let's just say they drafted Darius Garland. Or DeAndre Hunter. That's, that's, shit, that's pretty damn good. But now, Lonzo Ball. He is a guy who does get hurt a lot. But nonetheless, his potential is very high. If you're one of those people that say Lonzo Ball is a bust, I'm sorry, you're a fucking idiot. Just watch him play. That, that, that kid's basketball IQ is incredible. He may not be a scorer. He may not put up 16 points a game, but you don't need to when he's him. That man will get the ball out of his hands so fast into a guy that he already has chemistry with, like Brandon Ingram. A guy that he can build with, like Drew Holiday. And that's the same with Zion. <laughs> Like, let's not forget, this team does have, this team will have Zion. Lonzo Ball is the all-around guy. He reminds me of Draymond Green, but at the point guard position. And I do get that that's a weird comparison, considering one's a power forward and one's a point guard, but they do similar things. They don't score, they get assists, they will get boards, they will get down to the nitty-gritty, and they want to win. Lonzo is team first, not himself. He doesn't care... How about stats and that kind of shows considering hey his stats aren't that great <laughs> but damn okay and the second player Brandon Ingram a guy who averaged I mean look this up real quick Brandon Ingram he was kind of just breaking out like he averaged 18 points per game last season he's a lengthy small forward who I don't think is going to be Kevin Durant but he can he can kind of be like the Kmart version of Kevin Durant, which is still pretty damn good. And I think during his prime, he can he will average 24, 25 points per game. 
he started getting more physical last year. He started driving more. He started being tough more. And considering he's not a great shooter, that's what he needs. He needs to be tough. He needs to put on muscle, which he will. Okay, well, okay. Well, which he should, not he will. That, that's... I, I can't just say that he will, because I don't know him. But which he should put on more muscle. And if he does, if he gets bigger, because he can already drive through some people. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But but the kid has talent. He's a natural-born scorer. He is a scorer. He will put the basketball in the hoop. Okay, third guy, Josh Hart. Josh Hart is a kid that every championship team needs. That kid's a fighter. Now, I'm not saying he would literally fight someone. What I'm saying is he's a glue guy. He is a glue guy. Like, he is the all-around guy. He can score when you need him to. He's a really good role player. I don't think he'll ever be a starter. Well, I don't think he'll ever be a starter for a championship team. But he's a starter for a mid-to-bad team. He is a role player on a championship team. And some and you need those role players. And Josh Hart, he's a damn good role player. He's only in his he is now entering his third season. He's a damn good one. That kid's a fighter. Like like that was someone I did not want the Lakers to give up, me being a Lakers fan, but I do understand, hey, you have to do it. Like, Josh Hart kind of hurts the most seeing him leave. Because I love Josh Hart. I was happy when we drafted him. But but you got to do what you got to do. And the Pelicans now also have three first-round picks. I do assume it's the fourth pick, 2020 and 2021. See, what that means is, hey, y- y- you have the fourth pick. Fourth pick. Great pick. You're going to get a really good player to come off the bench, be a six-man. And... But that also, what it also kind of says is we will have a fuck ton of young talent because they'll also have two other first round picks, which, which are trade pieces. First round picks can be traded pretty easily. Now, I do understand that, hey, those picks aren't going to be that good because I assume the, the LeBron Anthony Davis duo will be able to make it to the second round of the playoffs. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna assume that. So those picks won't be great. I I do understand that. But, I mean, hell. <laughs> those are still trade assets. I I, I I I think that's what the Pelicans were going for there. Some trade assets. Let's just say they don't want to keep Drew Holiday's contract. Okay. You have a great player with Drew Holiday, two first-round picks. You can trade those, get a better player. But that, but, 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 but that is just hypothetical. That is all hypothetical. But, but like you, but like you, but like you get what I'm trying to say. That's an example. Like, I say you're trying to clear cap. Those can be in, like those can be incentives. Kind of like how, kind of like the Allen Crab trade just a week ago, like him and Terry and Prince. Like, from the Nets and Hawks. Like, the Hawks got some first-round picks. Uh, The Pelicans, they can do that now. The Pelicans, they have those trade assets now. And 
when I'm looking at this Pelicans team now, you look at Lonzo, Drew Holiday, Brandon Ingram, I assume Zion Williamson, Julius Randle, whoever the fourth pick is going to be, and Josh Hart. Dude, they're looking good. They all, like, they're all cheap. They're all good. Except for Drew Holiday. He's expensive. But all the young kids are cheap. They're all good. And if this coach, I forgot his name. I feel terrible for that. But I, but, but I mean, I do like their head coach. If he can get a system down for those kids, because look at, because look at how D'Angelo Russell worked out. Uh, the Lakers, there was a bunch of drama there. The Lakers got rid of him to Brooklyn. Now look at him. That kid's thriving in Brooklyn. Because because the lights weren't on him all the time. That helped him. Just kind of like being, like being in the shadows. Not having cameras on him constantly. Not having a Sports Center story about him constantly. That helped him. These these kids with the Pelicans, I think we'll get that same thing. I think they should all thrive there. Because the cameras won't be on them constantly now. They're in a small market city. That hell. That they can thrive in. And that's incredible to me. Now, let's talk about it from the Lakers' point of view. There is there is not too much to talk about from the Lakers' point of view, but let's talk about it. Okay. So you got the Lakers. Missed the playoffs last year with LeBron James. Everyone was wondering what they were going to do. Basically, during the season, this whole Anthony Davis trade saga thing happened, and it killed the young kids' spirits. It it killed it. Fucking Rajon Rondo said that, and we all knew it. So, and considering what was happening in free agency, where basically the Lakers were going to get the second star of this free agency. Yeah, the options were limited. KD tore his Achilles. Klay Thompson tore his ACL. And, and his dad said he he will re-sign with Golden State. Kyrie intends to go to Brooklyn. Kawhi just won a championship. Do you really want Boogie Cousins, Jimmy Butler to be that great second star? And I mean, they're they're really good players. Are they worth the max? Uh, are they worth the max? I don't think so. So were you really going to overpay for someone, or are you going to go out and get a trade done? And they got that trade done. That's what they had to do. If they want to win now, they had to do it. I think they did a fine job of doing it too. I do get, hey, they paid a lot. But when you get a top five player and you already have still, to me, the best player in basketball, dude, congrats. <laughs> you have two top five players in the league. A coach of Frank Vogel who... Who, me personally, I really like. Now, if they can get the front office shit straight, it's it's almost like the Lakers will be a functional franchise. Now, my point of view going into this trade was, okay, I do understand that two of the big three were going to get traded. The the big three being Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma. I call them the big three because I think they're the big three young kids. <laughs> but... I did understand that. And the one I wanted to keep the most was Kyle Kuzma. Because he fits, um, what's his name? <laughs> Anthony Davis and LeBron. He fits them. 
Like, you look at Brandon Ingram, he's not a shooter. He's a drive to the basket to get a layup guy, which that's good, but that's what LeBron is, and that is what Anthony Davis is. They don't shoot. Lonzo, he's the pass first, LeBron type, Magic Johnson type player. I'm not saying he's them, but he is that, but he, but you know, he does have that style, pass first, score second, and LeBron's already that guy. He's already that guy. And I do get, they were a great duo together, but he's already that. Like, and last year, they were a good duo together, but it was too much passing, not enough shooting. Kyle Kuzma, the one I wanted to keep, thank God we kept him, he is a scorer. He is a shooter. He can shoot the ball. He's pretty damn good at it. I I, I love that they kept him. I love that we kept him. I don't want to say we that much because that's just weird, but I love that the Lakers kept him. Like, and I mean, Josh Hart, if that's what they had to do to, to get the deal done, then that's what they had to do. Like, you can always get bench pieces, and I, that kind of sucks to call Josh Hart just a bench piece to me because I love the kid, but, well, I, I love him. As a player, but let's face it, that's what he was for the Lakers, and that's what he will continue to, and boy, that's what he would continue to be with the Lakers. It's a bench piece, a role player. The Lakers can get role players. <laughs> they can't pay him much, but the Lakers can get role players. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just think, I just think this Lakers team, you had to do it. The options were limited. You want to win now. Do you want to keep LeBron happy? Yeah. Make it happen. With all the bad shit that's been going on with Magic Johnson, him leaving, like him doing the first take thing where he said, oh, Rob went behind my back. Dude, shut the fuck up. You're a professional. Act, Dude, just fucking act like it. You're, you're a man. Don't need to be a little bitch about it. Sorry, that was on a little tangent. I'm sorry about that. But, um. Yeah, Anthony Davis trade, it happened. Let's get my final thoughts on it. I think it's a win-win for both teams. I, I, I think the Pelicans, they pushed the restart button, but, but, but like they held it. They held it down, and it was fucking awesome. That doesn't make much sense, but they pushed the restart button, and it worked. It worked incredibly well. I've already told you guys the lineup most like multiple times, but they have now what? Four good young players. They have a Drew Holiday. Julius Randle puts up basically 20 and 10 per game. They have two top five picks and they have two more picks that can either be trade assets or they could also just be young guys. Like it's it, it they win this trade. Well, I I'm not calling them the winner yet, but 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 I mean I'm saying that they got a really good trade because that's exactly what they did. They got young guys. They knew what they needed to do. Did David Griffin being a really good front office guy, he made that happen. Now from the Lakers, it it being a win for them, I know I just talked about it. But 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 I mean I'm going to repeat this cuz it is important. 
the Lakers had to go win now. It sucks to see Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart go because I really like those guys. But let's face it, a championship team, you can't have year three Lonzo, year three Brandon Ingram, and year three Josh Hart. And that sucks to say because I love those guys. They, they are going to develop into great players. But you had to do it. You had to do it. Okay, now let's give out my trade grades. Pelicans A+. Plus. The Pelicans got an A+. Plus. If you say anything otherwise, you're an idiot. I think the Pelicans, they got a lot. They got a lot. I already told you the lineup, and I already said that before, but you get what I'm saying. They're fucking nice. Well, or at least they will be in three years. <laughs> like, they're nice. They're in, they have so much talent. And they're all young. It's insane. Okay. Now, if the Lakers grade, I give them an A. I don't think they get an A+, plus because if they would have like kept those other two first-round picks, then hey. I think you get the A plus, but, but on the other hand, I mean, I mean, what if Anthony Davis doesn't sign the extension? What if he doesn't want to be there next year? Oh, you just gave up three young players and three first round picks for one season. Yeah, <laughs> that's good, but that's why I don't think they get the A. I mean, that's why that's why I don't think they get the A plus. But if he does sign the extension. If, like during the summer, then I'll be cool with bumping it to an A+. Because I do understand that, hey, you did give up a lot, but you needed to do it. My verdict is I think the Pelicans won this trade, but nonetheless, it's not like they jipped the Lakers, and it's not like the Lakers got this terrible deal. They got Anthony Davis, and the Pelicans, they got a great young core going for them. I'll give my round of applause for both teams. That was one hell of a trade. Now we got the draft. I still haven't done my mock draft. I know later tonight, though, I will have the NBA Finals recap. And sometime soon, I do want to do a podcast where um I basically recap the Raptors, like, just basically year in review. I might do that. I don't know. That would be, like, a 50-minute podcast. If you guys want that. Tweet at me. My Twitter is at SPWS Podcast. Follow that. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that was that shit crazy. I'm sorry if I sounded really hyper during that because that's what I am right now. I'm really fucking happy. Okay, that's going to do it for me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends. If not, share it with your friends. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and I hope you have a great day. Actually, hold up. Podcast is not done yet. It's like 30 minutes later. I got two more things to say. First of all, if the Lakers can get Kemba Walker, which is now their top priority, this free agency, shit, <laughs> that, that, that would be incredible. That would fit perfectly. And two, this is going to be a, like a quick like 30-second little segment. But two, the Celtics were refusing to give up Jason Tatum in any Anthony Davis trade. <laughs> Jason Tatum? You wouldn't give up Jason Tatum? Do they think they're going to win next year? Because they're not. <laughs> they're a joke. Danny Age. <laughs>
I like Jason Tatum, but this is Anthony Davis we're talking about. Okay. I just had to get that out there. I had to say that. <laughs> Jason Tatum. Okay, I had to get that out. I'm sorry. I had to say that. But um, yeah, I didn't talk about the Lakers free agency. If the Lakers can also get a top free agent, then shit. <laughs> Looking pretty damn good. Okay. Now that's going to do it for me today. Follow me on Twitter, for real though, at SPWS Podcast. Because I do want to talk sports with you guys, like more like a conversation type thing. So if you guys want to do that, hey, follow me there. I'm kind of just tweeting to myself here. So yeah, hope you enjoyed the podcast and have a great day.